And Aries conviction will like. Air- <laughs> I feel like Aries. <laughs> what I'm really trying to get at this whole entire thing is Aries is going to put you in your place, Libra, and you're going to like it. You're going to yes. like it like you've never liked it before. <laughs> Literally. Actually. That's why you should date your fucking sister sign. It's because you're going to put each other in your place. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it to each other because Libra's going to do that to Aries too. Mm-hmm. Libra's going to kind of make Aries feel like the perfect amount of dumb without feeling too dumb <laughs> where they walk away. Because if you make Aries feel too dumb, they'll definitely walk away and throw yeah. a tantrum like a toddler. Yeah. But Libra <laughs> will do it nicely and gently and like, and if you don't do this, we're not going to fuck. What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Brand new whip just hopped in. Yeah, and we're gonna do that. Honestly, every time. that that's never gonna get old. I don't it's think it's not. ever gonna get old. And the thing is, <laughs> even if it gets old for other people, it won't it's be not old, old for, for me. me. Yeah. So, and is it old for you, Maya? It's not. Okay, cool. Honestly, I'm gonna keep singing until I get a new whip to no, hop in. No, actually, literally, <laughs> unless I like, unless I like something as much as that, I'm just gonna keep using it. Right. I so, feel like that's just my personality trait. Yeah. I like to use things until they're not able to be used until anymore. Until they're dead. Use them and abuse them. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Toxic AF. You know, mm. sometimes. I'm on my worst behavior. Yes. Because it's Libra season. <laughs> right. All right. So we love it. I don't like to live by rules, even though, you know, Libra is all about, you know, the judge and the jury and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I feel like Libra season, I just want to, like, live freely. Right. You know? Fuck them rules. Fuck the rules, especially after Virgo re- season. Right. I was, like, too orderly during Virgo season. You know what I mean? Trying to organize and shit. Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've been told I can't do anything other than the norm. Right. And Libra season's like, be a hoe. Be a beautiful hoe. Mm-hmm. Be a free hoe. <laughs> yeah. Be a bohemian hoe. Yes. <laughs> my favorite kind of hoe to be. Oh, my God. Yeah. A boho oh A boho ho. <laughs> a boho <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, if this is your first time here and you just experienced <laughs> that very odd and weird intro, welcome. I just want to let you know the people that know us, they didn't think that was odd or weird. Right. So, welcome. Welcome to the friendship. <laughs> welcome to the crew. Welcome, third. Yes, we call you listening our third because mm-hmm. it's me, Maya, and you, our third. <laughs> this is the Charmed and Dangerous podcast. Your girl's over here. We talk about two things in every episode. One of them always has to do with astrology. The other is anything else that we really want to talk about as mm-hmm. best friends. So anything from girl code to fuck boys to real life situations and our advice for it. Mm-hmm. We cover right here on this podcast. And if you didn't know, we got a YouTube. So if you want to know what we look like, if you want to know if our faces match these voices, yes. check us out on YouTube. We're Charmed and Dangerous. Yes. And on... Oh. Okay, before we actually get into the other topics, yes. should we briefly talk about the fuckboy of Tory Lanez oh, and how he created yes. a whole ass album? No, I hate him. Saying that he didn't shoot him. our girl? I just want to say... That's weird. That's strange behavior. Like, I just feel like the fact that he's somehow trying to capitalize off of this right. and off of his toxic behavior, it's just like every day I'm reminded how much I hate men. Right. Like every single day I think about why, why do men make these stupid decisions thinking that they're hot shit right and it was so tone deaf too because it was right after like you know the brianna taylor yes. um verdict like it is i mean it's never out. the time right it's never the time but it was really not, not the, the time. time and my whole thing is if all of a sudden she like a month and a half ago she told her side of the story why did it take you this long to tell yours right. to me that shows that you're guilty mm-hmm. you're guilty as fuck you're hella guilty <laughs> you know what i mean because when someone accuses you of something i feel like when you know they're wrong no matter what you say it right away because you want to clear your name you're like what the fuck I didn't do that shit like you say it right away Mm -hmm. this man I feel like sat in his mother's basement (laughs) (laughs) I know he's rich I still imagine him in his mother's basement because that's the kind of energy he gives me okay no 100% and I feel like he sat there and he was like oh hell no I'm gonna make some money off of this right I'm gonna write an album I'm gonna write a really shitty album people are gonna stream it because people like drama boom right no 
And, but but that's what they did. Yes, though. no, they definitely they did. Took him to number one, and it's like I don't understand. Are you yes. serious? Oh my god! Like, people were like, it was like rise, like you know what I mean. Ew. It was up in the charts, and I'm like, you guys are so thirsty for drama yeah. that you're literally willing to endorse this dude's album, but all because you wanted to know what he was saying about her. Like my thing is, I don't give a fuck what he has to say because a, I believe Megan. Yeah. Like, her essence is just too pure for me to not to believe yeah. her. And I just believe women, as I've said in the podcast. It's right. 2020. We believe women. We believe women here. Yeah. He just has like, okay, like everybody knows he's short, but he also just has little dick energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything about him is just like little and ugly and I yeah. hate it. And I wish he would actually be canceled. He would always and, like, consistently done. um like pick fights with artists too. Like start internet beef. I feel like he would just be that dude where he felt like he was able to like, you know, stand out by like not being afraid to like call out these big name artists. Mm. Like he was in the media for that shit. Yeah. But like you didn't be- you didn't really see it because like all rappers I feel like kind of do that. Mm-hmm. But then to see this situation happen like it just solidifies how much he's not shit yeah and i just am so annoyed because it's like megan is out here thriving doing her thing trying to heal from the situation and you know get back out there and do her thing because she's in the prime of her career you know Mm -hmm. what she's killing it Mm -hmm. and to have to deal with this again and like i feel like him making the album it made the situation a lot stickier and like messier than it needed to be yeah and elongated it you know what i mean mean? yeah for sure getting they say all he's publicity milk, yeah. is good publicity, right? So I feel like he's using this to build some sort of sick fan base from people who don't believe women, always want to see black women yeah. fall. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I see what this is doing to people. Ugh. And, like, the people that are agreeing with him or yeah. all of a sudden have a liking to him, even though they didn't fuck with him before, I see you. I see you. And I know you're doing it because you have a problem with seeing black women win. A lot of these people are hating on Megan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they're loving that she's in this situation. But I'm here to tell you, she's doing just fine. Yep. And this man's, he's going to continuously need situations like this to make his career thrive because he has no real talent. Right. Mm-hmm. Preach. Preach. But like Maya has said previously, we like to have five minutes of shitting on men. And yes. that was your five minutes. So you're welcome. You're welcome. And we recommend everyone to have five minutes because studies have shown talking <laughs> shit about men will bring it eternal peace to yes. your life. <laughs> and it helps the environment. You learn something new every fucking you day. You know? So wild. do it, y'all. Wild. <laughs> so should we get into our topics yeah, for today? let's fucking do it. <laughs> okay, so our first topic is... Libra's best love match. So, Sarah, who do you think is Libra's best love match? Okay, I fucking pick Aries. Aries. You had to say it like that. I had to say it like Aries. I'm wearing red today. It's also the full moon in Aries, so I'm feeling the Aries energy, and I feel like I want to do right by them by showing them, like, how much I understand them. Mm -hmm. So if I come off aggressive, it's because of, you know, Aries, and also because I'm a Scorpio. Yeah, she's bringing (laughs) in that energy today. But I feel like I picked Aries because I just feel like they're one of my favorite, favorite sister sign couples. Mm -hmm. Aries and Libra to me are, like, just majestic together and I feel like I've also mentioned that I like um compatibility in terms of modality when it comes to relationships I feel like when you know how to do things similarly you understand each other better like mutables they like to try new things so they're probably better with another mutable that also likes to try new things Mm -hmm. and you know cardinals like Aries and Libra they like to initiate shit they like to do shit they like to be the ones, the first ones to do it and be noticed for being yes. the first ones to do it. <laughs> and I feel like that's why they would do well together. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I like, too, that it's um, fire and air. Yes. Because I just, I love this combination. Yeah. Like, if you're not, if you don't date within, like, your sign, <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. an air sign, let me just say to Libras, I guess. Like, if mm-hmm. you don't date another air sign, I feel like fire signs are, like, really fun to date because it's just, like... It's amazing. You really flow off of each other. You really vibe off of each other. I agree. You, like, kind of egg each other on, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, to Mm -hmm. see what the other will do. And you know, like, they're not going to, you know, say no. Yeah. I feel like Aries and Libra both would pick Dare if they're playing Truth or Dare. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like their energy levels are very, very similar. You know, they want to be out in the world displaying their talents, and they want to be noticed for those talents. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Yes, they do. (laughs) Like, they're not going to be like, why are you wasting your time on that? Like, they get why the other is spending time 
making themselves be seen by the world. Mm-hmm. They both love that shit. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Maya? Who did you pick? So I picked Gemini. Uh, uh, uh. So I picked Gemini because I just see these two social butterflies like being the que- king and queen of any social outing. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and they both love to be out in public. They you know, do. so. They have that already. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like they're going to be the couple that goes to festivals and art walks. And, like, they're going to be taking fire pictures. Because, like I said, they want to be seen in the scene. Mm. You know? You know? Mm-hmm. I truly feel like both of these signs, like, have the most fun when they're out socializing. Agreed. And Libra, I feel like Gemini is your perfect match in that social setting. Because yeah. they will, like, you know, keep going just like just like you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like both of them don't get bored in social settings Mm -hmm. easily and like it's good to have a partner that can stay at the party as long as you want to stay at the party I actually think that's one of the things a lot of people fight about is not wanting to leave or one of them you know what I'm wanting Mm -hmm. to stay like that's I'm sure a big problem in a lot of relationships because people have you know different energy levels I think like I said with mine I think yours also have very similar energy levels yeah my next reason why I love Aries and Libra together is the fact that they're both very confident I feel Mm -hmm. like Aries has, like, that bold, fiery confidence while Libra has this sophisticated, regal-type confidence. And to me, that's, like, the king and queen of relationships. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, they know how to hype each other up in that sense. Yes. And I feel like they're both leaders. Mm -hmm. Even though Libra... You wouldn't call Libra a leader just from looking at them or from what you know of them. But Libras know how to lead. They just don't do it aggressively. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like, see, Aries loves the throne, and yes, they may be king, but Queen Libra is actually the one making the decisions, and even though Libra comes off passive and maybe indecisive at times, but they're actually really good at making you feel like you're making the decisions, when in fact, they planted that seed in your mind. Mm-hmm. And, like, you need to do that with an Aries, I feel like, don't you? Oh my gosh, yeah, no, you cannot tell an Aries what to do, no. that's funny. No, and I feel like they just that's don't like orders from <laughs> yeah. anyone, because I feel like... <laughs> To them, that's a sign that you're disrespecting them, mm-hmm. especially if you're aggressive with it. And, like, Libra is the least aggressive person in the Zodiac. True. So why not just have them be the one that's telling Aries, hey, you should do this. But, you know, in a way which Aries actually takes onto it well and, like, yeah. listens to their advice. Yeah. I feel like I like them together because of that. I like this. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I just realized they're kind of like, they're love and war, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Venus oh, and Mars. Love and war. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, they both like very, very romantic and passionate relationships. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Definitely. For Aries, it's very much passion, and for Libra, it's romantic. But mm-hmm. those two things can go hand in hand if you know how to do it right. Mm-hmm. They should go hand in yeah, hand. I mean, you know what I mean? that's what I want. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you mix the two, it's like, oh, shit, you in love. Yeah, you know what I mean? for real. That's like, yeah, that's the perfect mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so another reason why I like Gemini for you Libras is because I feel like both of you love to talk and debate and play mind games. You Mm -hmm. know, like, let's be real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Libra, I think that you're going to enjoy, like, the chatty, brainy that is Gemini. You know what I mean? Because Geminis are really smart and obviously they love to talk. (laughs) Right. But I think this will be, like, stimulating for you. And also, it's going to give you new information to judge. So I think that'll be fun for you. (laughs) For sure. One of the things I think about when it comes to you making this point is I feel like Gemini comes through with a lot of information. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they they have all this shit. They have all this tea. And, like, Libra's listening and they're taking it in. But Libra's also going to hit back the Gemini and be like, well... Is that actually true? Like, yes. they're going to, like, want to fact check it. They're going to do that little, like, lawyer, judge, jury thing uh-huh. where it's like, well, you said this. And honestly, I went and looked it up, and that's not really true. So I don't know what you're telling me. But they're going to let it go because they're Libra, and they right. let shit go really mm-hmm. easily. And Gemini's going to be like, well, I never said it was true. I just told you I had information. Right. <laughs> like, what? But they'll get that. You know? Yeah. nobody else would let Gemini get away with it like that. Right. Aquarius is going to be annoyed because Aquarius loves to fact check everything. Yeah. Like, they're an expert in every single topic ever. Uh-huh. And, you know, Earth signs are definitely not going to fuck with that because, you know, Earth signs and their information, they, True. like, barely ever, ever, ever listen to anyone when it comes to new information. True. And water signs, well, we just enable people, so. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just feel like it's gonna be so exciting for them. You yeah, know? for like, sure. Very, very like keep keep them on their toes. True. You know, it'll I be feel like just think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I feel like with your combo, they're gonna forgive each other easily. Yes. Too, yes. Which is also I feel like important in relationships. You need to be compatible in the sense that both of you forgive as easily as the other. Mm-hmm. Because it's unfair when one forgives all the time and the other doesn't at all. Yeah. You no, know. That's true. I also feel like Libras need some passion in their life. As we were saying, after all, I feel like being ruled by Venus means you enjoy a fairy tale ending. Libras love that romantic shit. They love... We sure do. Yeah, like, <laughs> we do. We love being treated like princesses. We love, you know, we love being shown off. And I feel mm-hmm. like Aries will do that to you. Aries are the type of people in relationships that are literally going to put you on the spot and be like, this is my new wife. This is my new girlfriend. This is yes. my new... You know what I oh mean? They're going to be like, look at my mate. Love that energy. <laughs> But yes, you know? I love it for Libra. Right? And I feel like Aries are passionate lovers and they'll fight for you. When Aries is in love, they're constantly expressing their love for you and how much they'll kill anyone that betrays you. And like this will be music to Libra's ears because they're going to be like, oh my God, I've never written this hard for anything in my life, but I like how you do that. Right. Because <laughs> Libra's so like nonchalant. So like right. to see their opposite sign you know be like so in you know they're like oh my god yeah, they're like you're so sure of that decision right how do you do that like, you're sure about us Ooh. oh you're so sure about us i wish i could say the same but you're so sure right. it makes me sure <laughs> i was literally gonna say that <laughs> and aries like conviction will like convince a Libra who's being fickle. Oh, for sure. <laughs> They're so good at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Libra's going to be like, I'm not sure. Ares is like, we sure. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Probably won't be fact-checking them as much. Uh-uh. Oh, for sure not. <laughs> Air- <laughs> I feel like Aries, what I'm really trying to get at this whole entire thing is Aries is going to put you in your place, Libra, and you're going to like it. You're going to yes. like it like you've never liked it before. <laughs> Literally. Actually. That's why you should date your fucking sister sign. It's because you're going to put each other in your place. Mm-hmm. You're going to do it to each other. Because Libra's going to do that to Aries too. Mm-hmm. Libra's going to kind of make Aries feel like the perfect amount of dumb without feeling too dumb <laughs> where they walk away. Because if you make Aries feel too dumb, they'll definitely walk away and throw yeah. a tantrum like a toddler. Yeah. But Libra <laughs> will do it nicely and gently. And like, and if you don't do this, we're not going to fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the tone yes. with Aries. Mm-hmm. And Libra has a beautiful tone. Yes, they do. They have great speaking voices. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's the Venusian thing. Because I For feel sure. the same way about Tauruses. I yeah, think they it have is. great speaking voices. They do. Voices. It's very like soft tone. and like they mm-hmm. just it's like it's music to people's ears. Uh-huh. My next point is pretty shallow. But <laughs> keep it real with us. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Um so I feel like you know, Libras, we don't always like to admit it, but we care how other others perceive us. You know what I mean? Yep. And we want to be cool. Like, we want other people to, like, think of us as, like, the coolest, hottest shit in the room. Uh-huh. And Geminis are really cool. <laughs> like, yeah. when you are out in social places, like, Geminis, you're going to see them, like, work in the room. And, like, you're going to be like, oh, shit. Am I maybe not the coolest person in the room? Right. Like, do I need to get with that person so right. we can be the coolest people in the room? Right. I'm down for that. Oh my god! And <laughs> social, and social climbers, you know, I'm Honestly, I'm I'm are here for climbers. it. Just know that. And I would just like to say though, like, this kind of gets negative because Gemini's, like, you think that they aren't going to embarrass you because like they're out here doing their thing and you're thinking that they're so cool. And like Libras don't like to be embarrassed in social settings. Mm-hmm. Like we really hate that, but like a Gemini probably will embarrass you oh, in a social sure. setting. So don't think that just because they're being really cool and like everybody likes them that they're not going to embarrass you. Like yeah. you may think it's fun at first and like ooh, like he's so crazy, you know? Yeah. Or, like she's so crazy, she's so funny, she's so wild. But after a while, you may like not not fuck with it like that so much. <laughs> Honestly, because I feel like Gemini's they like to push people to kind of like a breaking point to see like how far they can go to like make the joke more enjoyable. Like yeah, that's how humor works is like testing the boundaries mm-hmm. and testing the waters. And I feel like it's, it's one thing Gemini does is like test the waters and like yeah. just see how much they could get away with. And 
Libra is the complete opposite of that. Libra is very much like in that like orderly square of like, I'm not going to step outside this zone because I don't know what kind of reaction I'm going to get. And I don't know how people are going to perceive me. And I love being safe here. And I love coming off perfect. Mm -hmm. And Gemini is like, nope, there's no fun in that. I want to see how much (laughs) controversy I can start. Right. And Libra is like, I hide controversy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and they're like, Gemini's doing crazy shit, and Libra's the lawyer for that. You know what I mean? Like, that's how it goes. That's their personalities. For sure. Libra does damage control, Gemini damages. (laughs) And you're both gossiping the whole way. Literally. And honestly, we have to be honest with them, Maya. We have to be honest. When we were doing this video, we realized all of Maya's points were kind of like, like, they were, like, they're negative. Like, yeah. They were, like, okay, this is really funny because, like, obviously Gemini and Libra are compatible because they're both air signs. But, like, yes. it was funny thinking about all the negative shit she was saying that, like, is, like, could be positive It could too. be positive, but it could but also we were, like, how cool would it be if we did a series where we picked the most toxic love partner for each <laughs> sign? Like, the sign that you just know, like, y'all should not be together. Oh, my god! But it's just, like, hot, fiery. Like, it's, it's a good, so like, good. you know what I mean? I feel like it's going to be good. If you guys think that's good, if you like that, go comment on our Instagram pics or mm-hmm. in our videos and let us know, yes, do the Toxic Love Match series. Toxic Love Match, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another thing I want to touch on for Libra and Aries is Aries' loyalty. I feel like Aries' loyalty is the perfect amount of loyalty for Libra because... Aries will still give Libra their space. I feel like both Libra and Aries love space. And yes, we all know Libras can be super codependent, but I feel like the more Libra grows into their own, the more they realize how much alone time means to them. And the more they drown themselves into their art or their passions, they'll really understand like what that alone time means to them and like what it's doing for them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like Aries is not needy at all. They'll let you do your own thing, Libra. And like you really need that. And in fact, your Aries partner will probably be the one that encourages you to do your own thing which I feel like is very important. Mm-hmm. And like that's one of the coolest things about this particular sister sign combo is that Aries is so good at being alone and being the lone soldier and doing things on their own. And Libra's really good at in-group dynamics. And like they always make sure everyone's included and like they could learn a lot from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like Libra can really learn how to do things on their own when they meet Aries. Yeah. Aries can actually be really good at group work when, you know, <laughs> they start talking to a Libra because Aries doesn't do well in social settings because they like to be the center of attention. They like to be the leader all the time. Right. And Libra will teach them, hey, you know, it's okay to take other people's opinions into consideration. Like, it's okay to, like, let them be a part of the conversation. Mm -hmm. I feel like they'll learn a lot from each other in that sense. Yeah. This is how we play well with others. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I like it, too, because, like, you're saying, you know, when Libras are, like, you know, more advanced, like, on their spiritual journey, like, Mm -hmm. they do like that alone time, but maybe if they're not yet, like, it is maybe helpful to get into a relationship with an Aries partner Mm -hmm. because they'll kind of push you along. Like, they Mm -hmm. don't always want you there when they're doing their things. You know what I mean? So, Libra, that's not going to, like, work for them. It's not. (laughs) And they'll, like, encourage you to go find, you know, not go find your own passions, but, like, do things that you like to do. Yeah. Like, with your, you know, with your friends and, like, encourage you to still be yourself, which is cool. I feel like Libras are, they know what they're, good at they know what their passions are but the problem with them is they prefer time with other people than time with themselves sometimes like Mm -hmm. they know what they would be doing if they were alone they know what their hobbies are but sometimes they want to distract themselves with other people so often that they forget like oh when i'm alone is when i do those passion projects yeah i forgot about those passion projects because i haven't had alone time Mm -hmm. you know so like learn to do that libra yeah you don't have to have passion projects with other people Mm mm-hmm like, you, can, you get to have them by yourself, too. Yeah. The relationship is with the project. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So another weird reason why I think <laughs> Libra and Gemini's might be um, a good match is because I think they're both, like, really big flirts, you mm-hmm. know? And I think both of them would be, like, you know, kind of okay with their partner going out and working the room because yeah. they both have a need to do it you know so i think and we mean the nasty to do it to do it no (laughs) (laughs) you know a little wink a little toss of the hair oh they're so good laugh a little harder than you should kind of thing you know (laughs) you're so right yes yes because and i like i said i think that they'd be okay with it because they like dating you know the coolest person in the room and if like everybody's in love with your partner they're like oh that's cool you know like they like they kind of like that and i feel like both 
Libra and Gemini can be fickle in mm-hmm. love. You know what I mean? Until they settle down with somebody. Mm-hmm. And like, maybe they'll catch each other. Right. <laughs> in their mess. No, it's so true. <laughs> I feel like what I just understood from what you said was that both Libra and Gemini have no boundaries and they'd let each other get away with a lot of things in relationships, <laughs> which means that they would both be great together because they both had the same rules. <laughs> Honestly, okay, I won't, no. even, I won't even put it on you. I'll just say that that's what I think. And I'm not even trying to say it in a mean way. I, I have, I'm a Gemini moon with a Libra. You know what I mean? Personal planets. Like, I have a Libra Mercury. Come on. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, both are okay with seeing their partner flirt with other people. You know what? They're okay with it because they know it's nothing serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they understand the concept of, like, that social interaction where it's like, hey, I'm just doing this because I'm friendly and, like, I like to be liked. Mm-hmm. And they'll see the other person doing it and they're not going to get offended because they know that it's not that deep. Right. And, like, that's why it's cool for them to date each other because they won't have to have any fights about, like, I saw the way you were talking to that person. They're like, uh, you know that's just how I talk. Right. <laughs> It's like, that's how we met. You know, <laughs> you know what I like, mean? I talk to everybody Literally. that way. <laughs> oh, okay, wait, that was problematic. <laughs> <laughs> you just exposed the fuck out of your mindset right now. Oh, my God. Oh, terrible. Amazing. Anyways. <laughs> I, live, I live for it. Okay, so now let's talk about what Libra can possibly teach Aries. I feel like Libras can really teach Aries how to keep their cool while still getting exactly what they want. I feel like both these signs are obsessed with results. They're the initiators of the Zodiac. Their action-oriented nature makes them perfect for each other because they're always looking for the best solution. Mm -hmm. They don't like to, like, sit around and see what happens. They're like, you know, Libras ain't... Like, Libra will sit there and, like, be annoyed with the fact that, like, they can't do anything about it. Yeah. Aries is already on the move before they even know (laughs) what they're going to do. Like, Aries hasn't even made a decision yet, but they're already moving. Yes. And, like, Libra's anxious about the fact that they haven't made a decision yet. So mm-hmm. they're both very solution-oriented, but yes. just in very different ways. Yes. I love that you say that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which brings me to my next point of, like, time. They both hate wasting time, and I feel like that's why it's mm-hmm. important that they're both solution-oriented. Because they're not going to just sit around and wait for the problem to fix itself. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they hate wasting their time. Right. And I feel like if both of them finally learn to communicate effectively, they'll be a power couple. But communication might be the biggest downfall because I feel like Libra might feel as though they can't get a word in because of the way that Aries communicates. Aries can be very aggressive. Yeah. They could just be going in, you know, Mm -hmm. because they just feel so passionately about what they're saying. And Aries might feel as though Libra doesn't care because of how calm their demeanor may be. So, like, I could see where they wouldn't see eye to eye in that sense, even though they're both probably really interested in the conversation. Yeah. To the other, it just seems like they're not yeah or that they're being aggressive Mm -hmm. you know and I feel like it will me I'm speaking from personal experience like I feel like as a Libra like sometimes I am turned off like immediately when somebody's just being so aggressive and what they're trying to say you know what I mean I'm like okay I can't even I don't even have time for this you know like (laughs) I can't even but I feel like they both can learn something from each other and how they Mm -hmm. communicate because like Aries are like really passionate and like Libras are like always keeping it cool, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like they can learn something from each other in that sense. Yeah. And I, I feel like I just want to say again that I love that you said that they're both like solution oriented mm-hmm. and that they will have like the will and like want to like it. fix it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they may get frustrated exactly on the communication part because like maybe Libra isn't always like taken to people yelling at them, you right. know? <laughs> Most right. people don't like it when you yell at them. Most people don't. <laughs> and that and especially is like, Libra. Yeah, you know and what that's I mean? how Aries communicate. <laughs> Literally, because like they just care. Yeah. But it, then to Aries, it comes off as like Libra doesn't care at all because they're not able to. Because they don't have that exactly. passion. Because that's how they. That's, that's what how they, they think do it. Passion or how they passion and like fire should be expressed or whatever. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I don't know. I feel like. I feel like Libra can learn a lot from Aries in that sense of, like, just telling people what they want. Because I, I feel like Libra knows what they want. They're just scared of what people might think yes. about them if they tell them what they want. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And that's what yes. that's what it is for me in terms of Libra being indecisive. Whenever people call Libra indecisive, like, yes, they're indecisive, but not as much as Gemini. Libra just knows what they want. It's just that, like, they don't know if it's the right decision in terms of other people's perception of them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the two ways that I see, I mean, there's lots of ways this could possibly go wrong between the Libra and Gemini. <laughs> Toxic. But 
the two real major ways I see it going badly is um, one, the general flakiness of like an air sign. You know, like Gemini's can definitely be flaky. Air signs yep. are flaky in general. And like both Libra and Gemini, I feel like they want to like go hang out with like the next best plan. You know what I mean? They're always like person. Yeah, they're like, trying to always one up what they're yeah, doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're always trying to be like, what's the what's the next move? Instead yeah. of enjoying what's happening now. Exactly. And sometimes maybe that partner isn't always doing like the best thing or whatever. Right. So I could see it getting into like a cat and mouse game of mm-hmm. like it being hot and cold between them of like I'm showing you feelings right now and then I'm like cool and like the other one turning on their yeah. feelings. Do you know what I mean? So like yeah. be very cautious of that you guys because like if you just express your feelings like this could work. Wouldn't happen. You know? <laughs> I feel like they both love to play mind games. They do. I feel like and they're both really fucking good at it because like I feel like both Libra and Gemini are really good at expressing themselves when they're into someone, Mm -hmm. but they're also really good at, like, not texting you back for a week because they felt like they did too much. Right. Yes! You finally told me how you feel about me after, like, years or whatever. Right. But now it's like you're taking a step back because you didn't want to come off too aggressive. Right. And they do that with each other. So it's like they're never on the same page. Yeah. It's like, okay, you just told me I love you. Okay, now I'm giving you space. Okay, I'm going to tell you I love you now. Oh, you're giving me space? okay you know what i mean they're in that like right it's like okay so when we come back are we going to both love each other or Or like like what what? happened and then is there no passion now because we both love each other at the same time right Hmm. (laughs) tbd tbd right (laughs) and then the last reason where i see it kind of going wrong which is silly but like also could be really problem um is that like you know both gemini gemini really kind of has hard hard time making decisions yeah (laughs) libra can too um, but mostly Gemini, and I feel like y'all are gonna struggle to like pick the food you want to eat yeah. or the TV shows you want to watch, mm-hmm. like really little, simple things like that. You Which just can be, be like, big fights. Yeah, they can turn the into little big things, things. Turn into the big fights. Yeah. So I recommend getting an app where mm. um, it picks for you. Oh my god, yeah, that's a great idea, Maya. Me and my um, mutable Man. man's <laughs> got it because we were having issues about picking yeah. food. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's good. It makes it kind of fun, too. Fun. You know what I mean? It's like a uh-huh. little game. Yeah. And <laughs> if you guys have the app decide and one of you gets mad because the thing that they wanted didn't get decided, then you know who's the problematic one in the relationship. Exactly. Because <laughs> you knew what you wanted, but you uh-huh. wanted me to read your mind like a weirdo. Right didn't want to ask for it Mm -hmm. don't make assumptions Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) okay so i'm gonna give you guys a little advice if you're a libra and aries couple i feel like libra please tell aries how much you appreciate their passion when they're communicating aggressively you know what i mean (laughs) like that's your way of saying babe i see the way you do things and i understand it and i love you Mm -hmm. and then you could say let's tone it down a little because sometimes it hurts my feelings Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. always 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 when you have criticism, you do positive, criticism, positive. Yes. Okay? You heard it from a Libra Mercury, folks. Right. <laughs> Always start with the positive. Mm-hmm. It and just makes it better. Then end on a positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you leave it on a positive note and they don't think about it as like an aggressive conversation. Mm-hmm. And when you brought it up, since it started with a positive thing, it makes them more open to hearing your next point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Great okay, advice. now, thank you. <laughs> now, for Aries, I feel like Aries, you need to tell Libra how much you appreciate their calm presence and demeanor. When you're with a Libra, if you have Libras in your life, you guys know how much their presence can make a stressful situation a lot better. Like, their presence is unmatched when it comes to you being mm-hmm. stressed and a Libra being around you trying to figure out how to make you feel better. Mm-hmm. They're so good at tending to other people. And mm-hmm. Aries, let your, you know, Libra partner know that you appreciate that about them and that you can't I just want you guys to know that I feel like both of you have words of affirmation as your love language so just keep hyping each other up and you know let each other know that you appreciate this thing about them that is so different than you and your nature and that's okay you know Mm -hmm. even though you guys are opposites like like we've said before it's a great opportunity to pick up some new traits yeah you know yes and you both be stronger individuals if you can learn what the other has to offer yeah because like both are really great qualities that the other has like For being, sure. being really passionate and like 
you know what I mean? And then the other person being able to like mediate mm-hmm. <laughs> through hard situations. You start a cult together. <laughs> right. You really could. You really could. <laughs> and like if you learned from each other, yeah, you would be unstoppable. You really would. <laughs> I feel that way about all Sister, sister signs, sign. yeah. Like, if you're dating your sister sign, why aren't you killing the game? Right. <laughs> okay, so one little piece of advice to you Libras um, when dating a Gemini is don't be afraid to ask for what you want from this Gemini. They do really well with words. And, like, not everyone can read your mind when you want something in love. And I feel like us Libras, we kind of, like, expect people to, like, know you know, what we want all the time. And we don't. Other people yeah. don't. So just express it because the Gemini will be open to it. And then Aries would too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I think we both had great picks. I think so too. <laughs> I think they were great really, really options. good. And also Leo. <laughs> yes. That was really my first choice, but I already did a whole thing about it. So like if you guys want to hear more about that, then listen to one of the Leo. Yeah. We've basically done this compatibility not the podcast because we just started our podcast, but videos on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have other ones for other signs. So go check out our YouTube, Charmed A-N, Dangerous. Charmed and Dangerous, one word, YouTube.com. <laughs> <laughs> to the commercial. <laughs> Can you tell I'm going to kill it when we have sponsors? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so I have a question for you. Yes. Well, you did yours, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You ready? Mm-hmm. What do you think Libra's superpower is in romantic relationships? Mm. Okay, well, I think one of their superpowers mm-hmm. is when they are out with their partner, mm-hmm. like in a social setting, and maybe their partner isn't comfortable, like mm-hmm. they are a keen to like how their person is feeling and like mm-hmm. what is going on with them. Mm-hmm. I don't always think that they will come back and like (laughs) attend to them because they may be doing their Libra thing. (laughs) Right. But I think that um, it is a superpower for them to like be aware of like how other people are feeling in social settings. Mm. Mm -hmm. In terms of their partner? Yeah. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. I see that. I Mm -hmm. see that. I feel like they definitely can tell if their partner is upset or if something happened that has like upset them. Yeah. Even though I feel like they're not very... They're not emotional, yeah, like a water sign where they know what they're feeling, but mm-hmm. they know like something's off. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, 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 yes. What do you think is their superpower? Um, I feel like Libra partners are really good to have when you don't know maybe how to communicate with other people. Mm. I feel like if you tell your Libra partner like or ask them like, hey, I'm having this issue with this person, like how can I go about talking to them about it? I feel like Libra would give some solid ass advice mm-hmm. and tell you how to like approach the situation and like start the conversation. Mm-hmm. So you do so you do get the results that you want. Mm-hmm. When it comes to communication, I feel like they're so good at it. Mm-hmm. And it's just always been so funny to me because they're not ruled by Mercury like, you know, Virgo and Gemini, but Libra's communication is top tier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I thought of another superpower that's yes. probably better than the first one. <laughs> yes. Let us know. Is that um, I like when they are able to, like, I don't know, kind of help. It sounds kind of weird, but, like, clean up my projects. Mm. It's this Libra that I did love. Yeah. <laughs> she was my boss who I loved very much. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, I really appreciated her eye for mm-hmm. things. And I feel like any time before I was going to give a project, she would, like, look it over and clean it up and like tell me what she was doing was going to make it better yeah you know what I mean so I feel like like you said she communicated like really well through Mm -hmm. like the issues and then also like made it look really pretty at the same Mm, time yes (laughs) they they have that eye like we said in the last video yes they have that eye Mm mm-hmm to a lot of things mm-hmm. <laughs> for a lot of for things. a lot of things mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so let's move into our next topic which is enabling versus supporting when to stop supporting because you're actually enabling toxic behavior and we're talking about in all relationships yep. here yep yes so how do you feel about it sarah when do you think the line is crossed between supporting and enabling Yeah, I feel like this is hard because everyone and by everyone, I mean, good people always want to be supportive. We've, you know, been raised to believe and, you know, it's true that if you love someone, you're there to support them and that you're there to take care of them and you're there to be by their side when they're going through shitty situations, no matter what. You know, that's what we've been told. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then no matter what is the problem Emphasis. I have. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like when someone repeats the same pattern and expects you to be there consistently, it becomes a problem, you mm-hmm. know? It becomes a problem for me. It becomes a problem for them because 
they're going to someone they love and the person they love should probably tell them to stop doing it but they want to be a good person so they're just there for them and they don't want to you know be too aggressive or tell them what to do Hmm. and then on the other end the person that's giving the advice and the one that's enabling them I feel like it's toxic for us because we feel like we can't do anything else other than just, you know, always be there for them. And at some point it drives us crazy because we want them to get different results, but they just seem to not want to. Yeah, like do they even want <laughs> exactly. different results? Exactly. So it's like, am I am I supporting you or yeah. am I just like a wall that you yeah. talk to? Yeah. Or like I'm just carrying all the weight here because it seems like you're not doing right anything. Honestly, it's <laughs> true. I think like sometimes it's like I feel like I I love giving pep talks and I know mm-hmm. I can be a good motivational speaker <laughs> yes. and I love doing it like and of course I love doing it for my people like in past relationships or friendships even co-workers like random people that I met that just feel like I feel like they need some help you know what I mean mm-hmm. I I can't help but like go into that mode <laughs> but when it happens with the same person consistently over the same problem I'm not excited to give you this motivational speech right because I feel like I gave it my all last time and now I'm like feeling like, oh, well, I gave my best advice the first time. Like, what else right. do I need to do? And it's like every time you feel like you have to keep having all this power and you have to feel like, you know, you're the positive one in this relationship yeah. because they need it. And it's like it takes a toll on you mm-hmm. when you're the positive one all the time. Mm-hmm. You're the w- one that's always telling them it's going to get better because it's like, well, it could get better and the universe might want it to get better. But are you doing the work for it to get better? Right. And usually they're not. Yeah, they they never are. That's like the frustrating thing too. And I feel like when we're enabling or supporting someone, Mm -hmm. right, we're trying, what we're trying to do is like help them at the end of the day, right? Like, because like you said in the beginning, and I agree, we want to help our people. You know what I mean? We don't want to see them sad or like crying or hurt or in Mm -hmm. pain, whatever it is that they're going through. Exactly. And we feel like it's our duty as their friend, as their lover, whoever, to help them, you know? And it's like, we think we are helping, but it's really only helping us think we are managing the situation but really we're not because it's only them who can change the situation right that person is still out there doing whatever behind our back you know what i mean right and they're probably doing the same thing because that's what brought them back to you exactly (laughs) venting about the same problem exactly and it's like why did we think that they were going to do anything different because they haven't shown any actions otherwise right i'm being a fool for like right thinking that something was going to be different because you haven't even shown me the signs really yeah I feel, honestly and it's like the signs should be there like actions you notice actions and it's yeah. like a lot of times I feel like sometimes we're like well of course they're going to listen to me I give great advice and it's going to go perfectly and if they just follow exactly what I tell them they're going to be a new person right. you know what I mean but it's like people like you said don't do things they don't want to do mm-hmm. and usually it takes more than someone else telling you what you're doing is wrong for you to finally decide it's wrong yes A lot of times when we're giving advice, we do think our words carry a lot of weight Mm -hmm. because we see how much passion we we have for it. Yeah. So we hope the person that's taking our advice is actually going to put it to use. Right. And when they don't, I feel like a part of us also hurts. Yes, for sure. I gave you everything I had and you didn't do anything. But it's like we need to get better also not taking it personally. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, they don't do anything unless something Unless they hit rock bottom. Yeah, it's true. And we can only help those who help themselves. You know what I mean? Like, if they're not showing, taking a little bit of your advice, like showing that they're trying to help themselves why would you continue to help them no for sure and i feel like that's the thing we're trying to convey in this whole entire discussion is that while they're hitting rock bottom like whatever's happening in in the middle of that before they hit rock bottom like at that point that's when you choose like okay when is the cutoff for me because i don't know if i can be with you the whole time until you hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. because it takes energy toll out of Mm -hmm. you you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. like that's my next point i feel like as people we need to learn to protect our energy energy and one of the ways in which we can do that is by limiting how much we're consistently giving our time away to like fix people you Mm -hmm. know what i mean fix people if you're constantly the listening or soundboard for the people that are making these life choices that are leading to the same results that are making them unhappy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you need to realize like what's that's doing to you Mm -hmm. like now you're on the phone or whatever with your partner your friend for three hours talking about the same problem they've had for months and now you don't have the energy to get your work done how is that fair to you yeah honestly it's it's not how's that fair to you Mm -mm. it's not it's like that's why we need to get better at learning the difference between enabling and supporting Mm 
Mm-hmm. And like, I wanted to talk about something called an emotional bank account. I learned it from this book I was reading. I feel like as people, we all have emotional bank accounts and it's joint bank accounts between you and any person you have a relationship with. When you compliment each other, you put more deposits in there. When you're there for each other, you put more deposits in there. When you're supporting each other, you put a lot of deposits in there. And I feel like we think that if we don't support people or if we're not there for them, that we're taking away from that emotional bank account and that maybe they won't like us as much. Maybe they don't think I'm a good friend anymore, a good girlfriend anymore. But you have to understand that you enabling them is worse. Mm -hmm. You enabling this toxic behavior is detrimental to their overall success or happiness in life. Right. Like, yeah, they may like you now because you're being supportive, but later in life, the person who actually called them out and gave them that tough love, they're going to remember that person. Mm-hmm. Not the all the people who were enabling them. Yeah, because I'm sure that person is sad too. You know yeah. what I mean? And they're suffering and like, I don't know. And I don't want to validate yeah. that at all. And yeah. we said in our video, like, we're not trying to come holier than that. Mm-hmm. I have been in these patterns. I have mm-hmm. done shitty mm-hmm. things. But like, I went through my breakthrough and I healed immensely and I wanted better for myself Mm -hmm. you know like that's why it's so easier for you to see it in other people when they're enabling themselves because you've gone through it and you're on the other side of that right and you're not you you don't see it you're like what do you mean why aren't you supporting her yeah or him yeah like it's not that I love this person Mm -hmm. I've just also been there and I know that like that's not what I needed at that time yeah putting yourself back there like it can easily get you back into a, a negative cycle like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like people work really hard to get themselves out of things, but let's be honest, it's just as easy to fall back, back into, into negative it. thought cycles and things mm-hmm. like this. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, protecting your energy is so important in this situation. And I feel like my first major red flag in this is that if I'm starting to resent the responsibilities that I've taken on from this person, you yeah. know what I mean? Like <clears throat> if I'm always annoyed that I'm picking up the slack for them or like I'm always having to reassure <laughs> them or clean up their mess or whatever it is that I've taken on, mm-hmm. I'm upset that like it's my problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it actually isn't my problem. It's not. So we need to take a step back. We like do. you're saying. Protect your energy. Mm-hmm. Because we don't even have enough like on our plate to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I actually never have enough time for, I was going to say, I never really have time for other people's problems, but that's not true because like I do, but to a certain extent, yeah. you know what There's I mean? There's a limit I'm not on gonna that. Be, I'm yeah. not available all the time to you, to you needing advice. I'm not your therapist. Yeah. I do love you and care for you. And I said this in our video too, like it also depends on, for me, it's very much math. If it <laughs> happens once, of course, I'm going to support you no matter hell what. Yeah. This is the first time you're mm-hmm. going through some shit. Hell yeah. Of course. Second time I'm looking you a little sideways i'm like okay so what happened the first time you didn't learn but i'm still gonna be here for you after that for me after number two i'm gonna be judging you and i don't know why you're doing this to yourself and it's kind of breaking my heart because i want you to want better for yourself yeah you know that's when i started looking at the situation kind of from you know a bird's eye view instead of being so emotionally tied to it as a friend Mm -hmm. or a girlfriend Mm -hmm. or you know an employee coworker, whatever you know, mm-hmm. after the first few times, I'm not looking at it like I'm next to you and this is happening to you. I'm looking at it from like a fresher perspective, being mm-hmm. like, okay, this is a pattern that they're going through. What is the universe trying to teach them? Like, yeah. that's how I think about things. And that's good too, because I feel like sometimes when people are in these really bad patterns, like they don't see it and they need somebody to, a new fresh set of eyes to yeah. tell them like, hey, this is fucked up. And maybe you leaving from that situation is that clicking mm-hmm. moment for them mm-hmm. of like oh shit I do need to get my life together because mm-hmm. I really care about them mm-hmm. and you know what I mean and I'm saying in a fairy tale way that isn't always yeah. gonna happen you they guys have to be but very like, very very com- confident with yeah. themselves to make that decision yeah you know yeah I agree I want to take it back to what you were saying in terms of like how when doing this sometimes it's detrimental to you as the person giving the advice because it puts you in that headspace mm-hmm. I feel like this is honestly one of the scariest things about enabling people is that like words are magic you guys Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and when you're around people like you said like those patterns like you might fall back into those patterns because you're around someone who's constantly in those patterns Mm -hmm. and if you don't think that's scary then I don't know what to tell you to me that's scary because like I said like if you're around them all the time and all they're saying is negative negative thoughts negative words that's gonna leach onto your energy and like like, continuously say on YouTube and here I love my energy I worked hard for this energy I protect the fuck out of my energy mm-hmm. and if someone's constantly negative and they have negative beliefs about life and universe and their energy field and everything that happens to them I'm scared that that will affect my energy because mm-hmm. I do the opposite even when I'm having a horrible day and shitty things keep happening I do my 
best to just whisper some positive affirmations to myself, get my mental game in check, make sure that negativity has no room in my heart. Do I still get negative? Yes, but I practice positivity, mm-hmm. you know? And those people don't practice positivity. The negativity takes over them and takes over their whole essence. And to me, that's so toxic to be around, even as your, you know, partner, friend, whatever. It puts my energy in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And that's not fair. Yeah, like I feel like it's a very like cautious area that I walk through, you know what yeah. I mean? Because like I said, like I think it is very easy to fall back into those patterns, you know what I mean? In a way, I think about it as like when you're exercising. It's mm-hmm. like when you're on it, it's like it's great. And you're mm-hmm. like, I could never stop, you know? But when you do and you fall off, it's really hard to like build that shit back up again. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I don't even like to really put myself in that scenario mm-hmm. of where something like that can happen emotionally. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I know how fragile I am mm-hmm. <laughs> and how sensitive I am. So like I don't want to like I'm going to support you and be here for you and love you as much as I can. But like after a certain point, I come first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I always come always. first. You know That's what I mean? And I think you should be okay with saying yeah. that. And to me, it's just also scary because yeah, it makes you anxious about life. Yeah. Because if you're constantly around someone who's choosing to make very bad decisions and bad things keep happening to them, you're going to be ar- around that energy of like negativity in the sense that you think bad things are going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. It's the exact opposite when you're around people who are always positive and they're killing it and they're going after their dreams and they're not afraid to pursue anything and they love life. They have a thrill for life. It makes you want to have the same because mm-hmm. you're around it. So like that to me is just really scary. Yeah. And that's why I want people to get better at setting that boundary and being like, okay, I need to protect my peace. I love you. When it comes to this, I cannot engage with you any longer mm-hmm. when it comes to this particular issue. Mm-hmm. And if it's their whole being, then maybe you need to take a break from that person. Yes. And maybe they'll figure it out and you guys can come back into each other's lives. But protect your energy first and foremost. Because mm-hmm. you got to sleep with yourself at the end of the day. Nobody exactly. else. And you'll feel that guilt when you know you haven't been doing right by yourself by being around toxic people. Right. And it's not fair for you to be tired over somebody else's problems. You got your own problems, boo. Can we actually (laughs) talk about something? Why are you so concerned about other people's problems so much where, like, I mean... Honestly, I'm going to keep it 100% honest right now. Can we talk about something real quick? It relates, but like, you know, something that we haven't discussed in our YouTube video. Mm -hmm. I feel like another problem with this is, and I've had it happen in the past, where I felt like I couldn't talk about what happy shit is happening to me or Mm -hmm. good things that are happening in my life because maybe this particular partner or friend doesn't ever have good things happening for them. So then Mm -hmm. I feel like I can't talk about the things that make me happy or that I'm excited about Mm -hmm. because, damn, am I doing too much? Like, they're going through it. But I'm like, damn, you're always going through it. Yeah. You're always going through it. And I just have to, like, not tell you about the good things in my life because I feel guilty. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair. I want my friends to be excited for me and I want to be excited for them. I Mm -hmm. want my partner to be excited for me and I get to be excited for them. Like, I want it to be that way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to feel guilty and I feel like it happens with people like this that are always upset about something Mm -hmm. because they're not going to be happy for you either. Yeah, of course not. But then I also just get frustrated with them right back because it's like, you know your issue. Yeah. You know what's going on. We've talked about this (laughs) for the most part. You know what I mean? Like, you, I don't know. They're looking at you though like, well, you know what I'm going through. So like, can we focus on that? The real problem. (laughs) (laughs) No. Face just dropped. (laughs) Literally. I'm going to focus on me. Look what I just did. Isn't that cool? Like, let's talk about me for a little bit. Right. Like, like a little bit. For once. For once. And it's not going to be anything negative, even though I know that's what you wanted. Yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. you know those friends. You Mm -hmm. know those friends who only listen to you when you have drama or tea. Yeah. But when you come with the good shit, the conversation's hella short. So true. That's not okay. Mm -mm. We should be able to talk about the happiness in our lives. And they should ask you questions and like, what's happening next? And how did that make you feel? Like, that's what good friends do. Right. (laughs) It's a two-way relationship. That's the other thing to me. It's like, if you, I'm supporting you, right? And if I'm giving you this advice and things, Mm -hmm. and you just continue to like blatantly ignore me, Mm -hmm. (laughs) why would I consider that like, 
a good relationship or like a good friendship. You know what yeah. I mean? Because if you also, if you don't want my advice, you could say like, hey, I don't want your advice, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, but they never say that. They keep wanting like you to like tell them more about how it can be fixed and da 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 da, whatever. And you how know? it's not their fault. <laughs> right. And how it's not their That's fault. That's like, like making their love ego. to their yeah. ears. These victimized people, like they love it when you say it's not their fault. Right. Because right. they get to have that personality trait now where it's like bad things are just happening to them. Yeah. And like that's not like a two way, like a real two way relationship no. and friendship. You know what I mean? Like, why would you continue on in a friendship? when they're not treating you with that same respect because I treat my friends with that respect. And that's how it all, this whole thing started. You know what I mean? I'm coming to you because I respect you and I love you. Right. And I want better for you. And like, you're not showing me the same respect by either saying, I don't want this information or changing things. You know what I mean? Because like, I'm, I feel like I'm also talking to a wall. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're talking to a wall and I'm talking to a wall because nobody's really listening to anybody. So it's and like, what's the point of us right, being here together? Exactly. I don't want that. It's really annoying. It's really annoying. And I feel like they just, they really just want you to validate that their situation is not their fault and that an external factor is to blame always. Like that is really why they're hitting you up for is to be like, hey, did this thing happen again? It's not my fault, right? Okay, cool. So I can just sit back and like just blame everything else from all my problems. Perfect. Right. That's literally what they do. Yeah. And I feel like to me, that is the most frustrating part because I am super solution oriented. I'm always trying to figure out how to fix a problem when someone comes to me with it, even my own life. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, this happened. How can I fix it? What should we do? Like, I want to go, go, go. Yeah. (laughs) Or like, I'm thinking like, let's try this. Oh, that didn't work. Well, like maybe this. Have you tried this? I really do want to help my people as much as I can. Mm -hmm. But most people don't want the solution and they just keep repeating the same patterns. And when they get, you know, the same results, then they start their whole woe is me narrative. And Mm -hmm. like, to me, that's not okay. Yeah. Like, so what is productive about this conversation? You know what I mean? Because I am the type of friend that wants to make sure you see different results next time. Mm -hmm. Especially if like the same thing has happened three or four times. I'm definitely at that place where I'm like, okay, like what can we do? So next time this doesn't happen again. Right. But then I feel like for them, that's too aggressive. (laughs) Right. It's because they don't really want to like change. They don't. They don't really want to change. No, but yeah, I just change. think it's just such a red flag. Like, you can't be unappreciative of my efforts. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But then also don't, like, over-nice me of, like, oh, my God, thank you so much for always showing up. And, like, not do anything about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. I feel like it's very superficial. Like, yeah. What, I want people to take away from this episode, too. What kind of relationships and friendships are you truly looking for? The kinds who give you constructive criticism and potentially help make you a better version of yourself or the kind of people that are always yes men and who are just there for you and who are always just going to, you know, agree with everything that you have to say. Those are the people that are going to be supporting, you know what I mean? I say it in that sarcastic voice, Mm -hmm. supporting you because they just don't see the need to help you get better. They don't believe in you. Or you can have really meaningful friendships or relationships where they literally tell you the shit you don't want to hear. It's probably going to hurt your feelings, but at least maybe you'll get out of that situation. Mm -hmm. It depends what kind of friendships you want. You can have over the surface or deep. And the deep ones are going to be the ones where you have these tough conversations. Yeah. Where they tell you, hey, I cannot allow you to do this anymore to yourself, but you're also not listening to me, so I'm going to take a step back from this. Yeah. Because I just can't watch it happen anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I would do that for the people I love. Right. I'm learning to do it more often, but that's the kind of person I want to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's like good friendship, and I think what we all really want at yeah. the end of the day We always want the best for these people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But like we've said, and I, like I've said a thousand times, like it can't be at the expense of you. Yeah. At the end of the day, it can just never be at the expense of you. You're not their therapist. You're not a trained therapist even. You know what I mean? You don't have the tools always to like even help these situations. You know what I mean? Because sometimes it's really serious. And like I said, if you have the courage to like speak up and like 
break out and say like, hey, I don't like this behavior. Mm -hmm. It's never an easy conversation either. It's not going to be an easy conversation. But if you are brave enough to speak out, like you could really make a difference in this person's life. Yeah. You know? And it's also like a muscle. I feel like if you learn to do it once, you'll learn that like you want to do that with every relationship. And Mm -hmm. it's just going to make you such a boss ass bitch to be the one that's always giving, giving everyone the best advice, but also really good at managing those relationships. So you're not enabling them. Yeah. You know, like you're like, their go-to person when they're like okay i know she's not gonna hear me listen about or like she's not gonna hear me talk about this for a million times so i'm gonna go to her just so i know exactly what i should do yeah you know Mm -hmm. and you have those friends that are like i don't want to know what her advice is but i'm just gonna go vent to her right (laughs) (laughs) you know right but i agree i feel like we have to learn to take care of ourselves before we take care of others it's just like that airplane analogy put your fucking face mask on Mm -hmm. before you put anyone else's on Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. The person who doesn't know how to love themselves will probably call you selfish when you do this. When you put yourself first, this person Definitely. who doesn't know how to do that for themselves is going to call you selfish. They're going to think that you're being a bad person. They're going to call you a bad friend. And you know that real friends will be there for you no matter what. Lies. Well, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, <laughs> nope. Nope. Real friends don't enable one another. Real friends call each other out when they see their friend lost in a negative life pattern. Mm-hmm. And if your friends love you, they're going to call you the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yes, there is the shitty people who are haters and who who just don't want you winning. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about the friends who you trust, who love you, who are happy with their own lives. When they're giving you advice, they're not hating on you. Because mm-hmm. you can tell that they're happy in their life. Generally, you should not be taking advice from people that are not happy in their life. Right. Because that's it. A- so that's how I would say <laughs> yeah. differ- differentiate between friends being haters giving you Tough love and friends who love you giving you tough love. Friends who love you giving you tough love means that they they love themselves. They're happy with their lives. They're not in drama all the time. Mm -hmm. Those friends are not going to waste their time hating on you. Yeah. No, they're not. So just to recap everything, my red flags of supporting has turned into enabling Mm -hmm. are. (laughs) Let us know what you got. That I'm resenting the responsibilities that I'm taking on. Ooh, that's good. I'm making excuses for the behavior all the time. Oh, that's okay. a really good one, actually. And that, yeah, they're not appreciative of me always showing up for them. Mm-hmm. I'm a good friend. And yeah. if you are disrespecting me in that way, mm-hmm. it's it like... It just means they don't appreciate you. Yeah, like, what? then we're not really friends, and you should be talking to a wall, or you really should go see a therapist. Don't talk to a wall. Go see a therapist. You need yeah. help, boo. <laughs> but, like, I can joke about this and, like, laughingly say, you know what I mean? Because I laugh through awkward... <laughs> <laughs> uncomfortable situations you know what i mean it's your therapy it's yeah and it's hard like these conversations are going to be hard it's not easy telling somebody they have a problem or what they're doing is making you feel uncomfortable yeah but you have to and i know like it's cold but i'm cold because like i've been on the other side of it where like i've been down in the dumps and i never want to be there again you know and i didn't learn until I fell flat on my face on my own and I pick myself back up on my own you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. that's the best lesson you can get it's teaching from your own like learning from your own experiences you know what I mean trust yourself Mm -hmm. and like people don't trust themselves right well there's one way you know fall yeah you know well I'm not always going to be there to catch you so yeah find someone else for sure (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) I feel like the thing is we need to realize that it's okay to support someone from afar. Yes. You know what I mean? Like that part. absolutely nothing wrong with loving on someone and supporting them from afar. Mm-hmm. When their toxicity starts to mess with your headspace, that's when you know you have to support them from afar. Mm-hmm. We have to stop playing therapists for one another in friendships and romantic relationships. And it's honestly unfair to ask the people in our lives to only listen when they constantly see us making the same mistakes. Mm-hmm. first time like i said it's a mistake every other time after it's a choice and if you really love people you hate seeing them yeah. stuck on that hamster wheel of like going through the same motion with the same problem mm-hmm. it, i want to get them out of it that's why we, we're there to support them but like we have to understand our support isn't pulling them out of it yeah they're still running on that hamster wheel right that's not your job maybe you actually walking away might make them stop mm-hmm. you never know mm-hmm it could save a life. You would be so surprised, the things. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if I said this in our video or earlier on in the podcast, but later in life, when they finally pick themselves back up and they're better, they're, they're going to remember you, the person who didn't enable them and the person who gave them that tough love. 
-hmm. Everyone else blended into each other. The people who were literally just enabling them and were fake supporting them, like they were all the same person to them essentially because none of them did anything different. Mm -hmm. Be the one that stands out and let people know that you love them and that you're just going to, you know, take a little breather from this relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. It's brave. It's the right thing to do for you and the other person. Hell yeah. Okay, so now we're going to end the pod with a question as always. And it has to do with our last topic. Maya, do you think it's easier to enable a friend or a significant other? Definitely a friend. Mm. Because I feel like, you know, it's a little less... I don't always see her every day. Usually, you know what I mean? Less intimidating. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like... I agree with you. I usually, you know, with my girls, like, I can, like, kiki and stuff. Right. You know, we can keep it kind of light. They know that it's coming from a general loving place or right. whatever. And I just feel like it's, yeah, it's going to be easier with them. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. ena- to enable them. Uh-huh. 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 No, I agree. Because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, go, girl. Yeah. See you, okay, girl. Right. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I feel like in relationships, I've just always, ugh, I've always been the one to just say what's wrong. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? And, like. I've learned to pick my battles definitely, but like I just I I don't know how to enable in relationships because yeah. like I spend a lot of time with my partner, so I'm gonna be like, uh, you see that thing you be doing a lot? I don't know how I fucks <laughs> with that. <laughs> and yeah. it's easier with girls because like you don't necessarily see each other maybe that often, but also everyone's different. Some people spend a lot of time with their girlfriends. Yeah. Um, I just feel like I also do it with friends because I have this weird idea in my mind that like yeah, like we talked about in the video or in the topic i don't know why i feel like i have to support them no matter what yeah i have this idea in my head that like i have to support my friends no matter what and like i've just been learning that like no like you love them therefore you can't support them mm-hmm. no matter what in this you way. know what yeah. i mean <laughs> so i yeah. better at that I feel i'm that. working on that i feel like my girlfriends get way more passes than like anybody else no for <laughs> sure and it's like well we're growing like, women yeah and i can't. know i'm gonna be one hell of a woman in my 30s 40s 50s and like i hope want the same for my girlfriend so it's like I should be also telling them that I hold them to a higher standard than you know what they're doing when I don't agree with it mm-hmm because like we said that's being a good that's a good homie that's, that's a, a good, good friend homie. I'm not gonna let you do stupid shit but if you want to do stupid shit do stupid shit over there because I'm not gonna be okay with it anymore I can't as- associate with you when you're doing that stupid yeah. shit no offense love you sis yeah and doesn't mean, like I said, doesn't mean you have to cut them off completely. Love from if afar. It's, if you love them from afar. You know yeah. what I mean? You just got it. You got it for yourself. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, y'all. Thank you for listening to us while we discuss the top partners for Libra and, you know, enabling versus supporting. Sorry if that was a little triggering. We just thought yeah. it would be such an important conversation to have because, you know, we're all trying to get better at, you know, communicating in our relationships. Mm-hmm. I know we are. Mm-hmm. I want the people that listen to us to be on that level too yes if you have any questions or comments you can feel free to go to our youtube and comment on the videos that we have we're charmed and dangerous on there and then go and follow us on twitter go and follow us on instagram we're charmed and dangerous and charm and danger on twitter our podcast comes out every tuesday if you like listening to us you guys tell other people about it share the podcast Mm -hmm. go and leave us a review we would absolutely love that we love hanging out with y'all we hope you feel the same Mm -hmm. third our third (laughs) and yeah love you guys and we'll talk to you next week have a great week Bye. bye